Welcome back to the first shit talk in, in nearly a month. Uh, got a lot of harassment about not doing any podcasts in a while. Yeah. And it wasn't with we didn't want to. It's just didn't really have time to do them. But here we are, back with the shit talks. Uh, and, and I want to just talk about something really important, okay? Moving things on the table so it makes noise at the cable. I'm, s- I'm actually... Because I understand. I'm going to make a quick change. Go on. No, 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 no. Don't change. What are you changing? Where are you going? You going to sit up there with that? So for some reason, right, so certain noises really annoy me, right? Um, as you know from YouTube, like Dara's breathing and stuff. There we go. Uh, but for some reason, it's the only noise I know that annoys yeah. Dara with the intensity that noises might annoy me and is the shuffling of cables on on other cables and in the earphone. And it's so strange how much it annoys you. It's great to know but that something it, like that annoys you. It's a learned annoyance because well, yeah. we were horrendous for the start of the podcast mm-hmm. and I'd have to edit the podcast then. And you have to go back, cut out that little section, take it out, then move on, you know? I actually think, I don't think it was a learned annoyance. I think it annoyed you and you had to take them out. Either way. Yeah. Either way. It still annoys you. It annoys the shit out of me, yeah. Well, it's either that or washing machines and dryers. So, our dogs barking, our kids interrupting, yeah. kids screaming. Yeah. Um, people's parents busting into your doors. Yeah. So, it's, uh, oh, actually, interesting we're doing a shit talk today. So, today's a full year since... I left um, my job in in the pharmaceutical. I was about to say the name of the company, but I probably shouldn't. Um, my pharmaceutical. You could corporate. definitely say it now, like. I don't think so. Why? I just wouldn't. Yeah. You'd never know. When did when you didn't finish on the thirtieth? Though you'd finished a few days before, was it? You'd finished like on the Monday before that. Yeah, I think. Did I take a week to go shooting? I, Maybe I, I, I'm feeling like the twentieth or the twenty-first is in my head for some reason. Uh, yeah, I feel like you'd been finished a little bit further ahead of me. Yeah. Um, do you remember, like, I remember going so to... So much the, unknown. Yeah, I remember going to the accountants, and we went to McDonald's after, and we were just like... Because yeah. I know we've told this story loads of times, but it was like, kind of, the start of the year, I wanted it to be September, and we got the, obviously, the pandemic happened. Yeah. And then, kind of, it was like, late July, I was like, there, I have to do it. And then I can remember going to the accountant, and then after... Because it wasn't real until the accountant were like, no, it's viable, you know. Because obviously, we we were like, what's what does the financial yeah, look like? Can, yeah, we, yeah. can we leave or what's the story? You know, is it going to sustain us? Because we, you know, we're banking up money and stuff. Not 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 a lot of money now, to be fair, but enough <laughs> to be like, if we make more money, we'll be we'll be okay. And um, we went to them, and I remember they were like, oh yeah, that makes sense. They were so. I suppose for them it's not a huge decision because obviously yeah. it doesn't it well it impacts them but only is it just a customer changing their habits whereas for us it was a, it was a monumental decision. I remember going to McDonald's after being like holy shit because there wasn't so many times I remember driving home from work to go do stuff with Seeker Strength you know and uh, I remember being like someday it will be like but f- yeah fucking hell it's all the Saturday mornings as well being like yeah honestly no I'll have a weekend soon yeah yeah jeez there was a lot of weekends there where there was just no yeah. Are doing stuff between, like work and going training, and, and you know it's, it's especially mad. if we were going back to Clarence or something in Tralee, mm-hmm. or like training up in Dublin or something. It takes your entire weekend is gone. Are going to like those fitness things that we got oh invited to? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, Sligo yeah, yeah. or Letter Kenny, or just you know making a highest. competition. And like we had no systems to do anything and no setup, you know. So it was like getting someone a program. Like we didn't even have a website until last year. So last January, it was like it was like the week before Christmas in 2019. So basically, from January 2020, yeah, was when our website started. Obviously, 
you know, going through the pandemic, not as much anymore, but obviously that initial eight or nine months, you know, we were like going through all that. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's mental. It's been a mental year in general, though, mm. for everyone. Like, uh, Things keep changing around here as well because now we have lovely perching stools to sit on. These are great stools. Yeah, phenomenal. If anyone has bad posture while they work, mm-hmm. um, a perching stool limits your ability to have bad posture in the same way someone hitting you with a stick will stop you eating cookies and if it hurts if you have bad posture if your groin or like adductors are super sensitive sitting on this with your feet on the ground will soft tissue release them can your feet touch the ground whether you want this to or not no that's the problem is they're too they're too low down no they're too high um so anyway i want to talk about something more important so if you're making overnight oats right and right. you you want so people basically people turn I, overnight oats into desserts you know that yeah. that's, that's fair I, people fetishize the overnight oats and think it's not porridge it's I'm sorry now lads no I agree with there's you there's no difference one comes out of the fridge and one comes out of the microwave no I prefer overnight oats for sure cold oats is much nicer okay um, but my, my thing was with people when they turn it into basically a dessert for breakfast when they have like the chai seeds a few berries a bit of honey bit of peanut butter but they'll put like biscoff and like cream whipped into a slight meringue no fucking way yeah there's loads of instagrams that are like dedicated to like overnight oat stuff uh but i will give you a great one go on so if you obviously if you're blending the oats with milk and yogurt is much better you blend them yeah i just in a blender a little whiz yeah a little do you fuck whiz up yeah uh jesus christ overnight oats have really makes it fluffier passed me by but uh, a great topping is if you have like three tablespoons of yogurt. Right. Preferably like vanilla yogurt or something. Not an unflavored yogurt. It could work, but it depends on your particular taste, you know. To yeah. like half a tablespoon. So three like three to four tablespoons of yogurt to like half a tablespoon of uh, Nutella. And you leave it on top overnight you're as well. fat bastard. I knew you'd say that. You're so predictable. How does it yeah. feel to be Mr. Predictable? How does that feel there? It's How does it feel? Well, that's just how I am in my head, so it's not yeah. it's, it's not unpredictable that I'm predictable to myself. But it uh, it tastes great if you leave it overnight. Um, do you know what's really hard to get in at the moment? Go on. Is f- just full-fat yogurt. Oh, yeah. They just don't have it here. What the fuck is in that little, about? In Lidl, you can buy the bucket yogurt. Yes. And that's full-fat. But that's almost... That's one of the very, very few yogurts that's full-fat. It's been like a slow creep. Yeah. over the years and it's only in the last few years that you can get even less full fat yogurts yeah. like everything it was just you were able to get more and more low fat like yes no fat or low fat yogurts yes why do they keep taking it out just leave it in like that's what you want yogurt for yeah you want stop going at it like leave the it fatty, alone fatty creamy goodness like yeah but it's also like you know you get better digestion like cofactors and enzymes and stuff like that and you get and it's just more and like the fatty creamy goodness and especially the fatty creamy there is a taste I totally agree with you there's a taste from low fat yogurts yeah that is horrendous yeah it's it's the bitterness at the back of your mouth it's um it's just not the same honestly it tastes like sadness if a sadness is a flavour <laughs> like because it just you know it really exposes the artificial flavours whereas like I think the fatty creamy goodness complements the artificial flavour as well what I want the yogurt right yes and this is I'll now describe the bucket yogurt from Little, um, which is I'll that try and get a picture of soon. Is that the Greek one? No, no, the bucket yogurt. It's but it, definitely not Greek. Is it Fage? Fage? No, F-A-G-E? No, it's, it's just like the cheap yogurt that's mm-hmm. at the bottom of the fridge. Yes. 
Anyway, mm-hmm. that is a creamy, mm-hmm. semi-gelatinous yogurt, right? Mm-hmm. So when you lift it up and drop it down, like it sticks to the spoon quite well, which is something I'm always looking for. But the thickness and the richness of the yogurt mm-hmm. is cut very well by the little chunks of apricot or strawberry or whatever the flavor is. I and that's for me, that's one of the true delights in life is yeah. a big like table firstly you have to eat yogurt with a tablespoon because mm-hmm. it's a whole mouth experience mm-hmm. it's not just something that you like swish around on a little tiny baby's receptacle mm-hmm. uh, but when you go through a mouthful of yogurt and then to find a little lump in there mm-hmm. that's the no i fucking hate the lumps of course you do you little psychopath no you're a psychopath no, waiting no, for no, unex- no, no. do you want surprises in your food the things that taste like baby sick fuck yeah you want ran- i bet you like bits in your orange juice as well yeah, fucking Holy shit, lunatic. Yeah. To be honest, uh, this is a this is probably a deficit in my personality, but oh, I judge I judge people who want smooth orange juice. No, no, no. I, no. I ca- what does it's bits the same thing? You? It's the same thing as someone getting the crust cut off their sandwiches before they go to play school. What does bits add for you in orange juice? The fucking experience. What experience? What experience? Give it. Tell me what what are the bits doing for your orange juice? I prefer the bits in there. Why? I prefer the feel in my mouth. I think it makes the juice taste better. Yeah. And I think there's like an inherent link then to your, this is actual juices from actual oranges. Oh, yeah. honestly, no, I, and this is nothing against you. Obviously, I judge you highly for everything you do yeah, yeah, yeah. for being a soft cunt. But yeah, I do judge people for being soft if yeah. they don't have bits in their oranges. But like... You're not a child, like you can bring no. bits into your mouth and swallow them. No, but you're obviously wrong. And I'm just gonna to explain to you why. Uh if I put Okay, Joel Seedman. Little bits of like rats in your orange juice, that'd be the same thing. No, because it's not rat juice. No, it'd be it's the same orange thing. Juice. You're I think it's fair to say if it's you're fully wrong with this. Like I'm I, absolutely not. So you like I am absolutely not you, wrong you, on you, this. You like the um, fake little bits of, of fruit in your yogurt and yeah. su- you want them surprise. Yeah. I bet you're the same kind of person who likes red onion in your salad. Yeah. No, honestly, no, Fitz, you're wrong, though. I'm fucking not wrong. No, I, no. There's, there's absolutely re- no way. And I, like, yeah. if I've judged you before, I'm yeah. judging you now. There's a reason they make smooth orange juice. Like, you're the kind of cunt who'd get a manicure, like. Obviously, yeah. If your nails are something wrong with them, it's like. disgusting. That, this is the problem with the world, like. Like the same people who are pulling the fat out of the yogurts, yeah. Are you like you're the you you fall into that category? I wouldn't. Put nobody, fat here. nobody who's sitting in an office saying we need to put less fat in yogurts or we need to take more fat out of yogurts. None of those like bits in their orange juice. No, do you know what you are? You're the kind of person who likes coconut flakes. That's what you are, Fitz. I f- put a few coconut flakes over a curry. Yes, I'm not exactly. a big fan of coconut, but sometimes add a bit of no. extra texture and, and to enhance the experience of. Of whatever curry, maybe something like a a nice Thai green curry. Yeah. That coconuts. Yeah. Yeah, you like coconut flakes. That sums you right up, Fitz. Yeah. Literally. I like dried banana chips. My God, you saw you call me a soft cock. What? You're a little. You're eating dried banana chips. Yeah. You're with my full fat yogurt. No, honestly. And my bitty orange juice. You're just. If I could get orange juice that was just ground up bits with a small bit of substrate and are like mainly substrate and tiny bit of little juice so i could flow into my mouth that's but the juice i'd want does the texture not concern you don't the texture enhances the experience it doesn't every liquid doesn't have to be the same 
Yeah. I wanted variety in the viscosity of my yeah, yeah hydration tools. Fitz, you know, in a conversation, right, you can't call someone a soft cock and then proceed to say you like coconut flakes and dried bananas. It's just food. Exactly. Exactly. But I eat every food. Name one food that I wouldn't eat. Actually, conversation on this. Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel said to me, he's like, oh, and I think you, you, you're not fussy. You'll eat anything. So that was kind of funny. We talked about that. Remember in the vegan restaurant, he was like, oh, you, you, you don't yeah, see but fussy. But you clearly don't eat everything. Like, No, I'll have them, but I don't enjoy them. Like, Do you like mushrooms? Mm, I like mushroom soup. And I'd, I'd eat a mushroom, but I don't be like, oh, I'd love a mushroom now. If you were having, if you were having like a steak, would you prefer there to be mushrooms? Absolutely on or not. Off the no, no, for, no, for no mushrooms. Really? Yeah, yeah. Why would I want them? Because they're a great little variety on the plate. Like provide three points that mushrooms bring to a steak dinner: happiness. No, 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 no. Really, a sense of warmth. Things that exist and community. Give me. <laughs> I like the taste of them. Like two more. Uh, I like the fact that if I'm taking a little fork full, so if I've got steak on the fork, yeah. a few onions on the floor, fork, yeah. I like a lump of mushroom on that fork to then give you that kind of like bit of hydration, bit of juiciness over the top. Okay, that's not it's bad. It's a mouth experience. Give me a third one. Third one is I think there's like value in eating more than three types of food. So I think a bit of variety in your diet is no bad thing. There's plenty of good things come from mushrooms. And hopefully I've tripped my balls off because it's the wrong one. <laughs> you, you say there's value in eating different things, but you have the most minimal diet. Yeah. yeah. But I, I have a minimal diet in terms of frequency of eating. Mm-hmm. Consistency across the board. No, but and the items you eat. I eat bread. Yeah. I eat meat. Yes. And if there is a category of food known as leftovers that are in the fridge, yeah, that's the food I eat. Yeah, like so, you have the most least varied diet. I would yeah, say. but that's why I I appreciate and understand the need for variance. Yeah, yo, I love. Why wouldn't you want them? A big juicy portobello mushroom. But say that again. Portobello. I can't say portobello, but portobello. That. Portobello. The um. For me, with mushrooms, it's the kind of the, the slimiest texture. Yeah. Not really a fan of it. You know what I do? I do like is fried onions. I like the flavor they add to meat, yeah. but I don't like eating the fried onions. Oh, don't you? No, 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 I don't. That's interesting. The, the mushy onions, it doesn't bother me. Like, I'll eat them if they're on the plate. Oh, I, I thoroughly appreciate if you fry onions with liver. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with what the onions are adding to the liver. For me, the onions are... Yeah. Second only to the piece of meat. Well, you're a 50-year-old man. You know that, don't you? No. You are. Raw tomatoes. Guarantee you eat them. Love raw tomatoes, yeah. I'll I'll stand yeah. up in the vegetable tunnel at home and eat raw tomatoes off the vine. No, you're a 50... I'll, I'll lose myself inside. You still there. SMS text people. Yeah, I do. Routinely men in their 50s call you every day. An average of 10 to 12 phone calls a day, yeah. You are a 50-year-old. I've already had three of them. You're a 50-year-old man, like, you know that. I wouldn't say 50. I'd 55. say I share some characteristics with older gentlemen. Yeah, you're a 50 year old man. enjoy a fleece. Yeah. Yeah? You're, you're dressed right now like an engineer from Pfizer, maybe Johnson & Johnson, uh, who's 
who's been in his job for like 15 years and he's he took a half day to go to the dentist he took a, yeah he took a half day to go to the dentist and maybe hit a few rounds later that's what you're dressed like wait I'm wearing grey jeans <coughs> things <coughs> wearing black innovates yeah I'm wearing a black and grey quarter zip fleece yeah <laughs> I've seen enough of them fits I've seen enough of them right I'm the wearing only a secret t-shirt underneath but that's only because we have videos only thing that would have made this more late 40s engineer from pharmaceutical who's made more sensible shoes no it was ASICs walking shoes with a yeah. low with a low um, ankle cover you know yeah. not the high boots for trekking but like no, practical no, no. walkers you know yeah or or some kind of ASICs like runners maybe yeah um, but no you're you're just describe yourself as a 50 year old man there really but like 50 year old men do a lot of great things like no they do for in, sure in, in some ways we'd say 50 year old men control most of the first world no th- no no doubt about it yeah 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 I didn't say it was a bad thing Fitz no yeah. no you're getting very defensive it felt like there was a tone to that you're getting very defensive of me describing you a 50 year old uh, man but yeah that's just how I operate you know? like you fall asleep instantly on a plane instantly a la a few you know, funny story about falling asleep instantly on the plane so oh. obviously we've been on a fair few flights in the last few weeks too many some might say on Sunday evening, we were flying home mm-hmm. after the last seminar. Mm-hmm. I wasn't awake. Yes. Or sorry, I wasn't asleep because Africa was next to me and I was chatting to her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was, they started announcing that they were bringing a trolley with food down the plane. Yes. And in my head, I said, mm-hmm. fuck me. That's the first flight I've been on in weeks where they had like air hostesses going up and down. Are you serious? In fact, yes. I hadn't been awake while we were in the air yet. No, Ryanair will rush through that. Yeah. 45 minutes. I missed flight. every single one of those. I have a weird thing where I refuse to buy food from them. Really? Yeah, it's overpriced. Yeah, but so it's like overpriced, but sometimes you, it's great. No. If I'm on flight long enough, they'll probably have food included. Yeah. So I just wouldn't Qatar give her. Qatar Airways had some great food. Phenomenal food. Yeah. I remember I ate one of the um, wraps they gave me and another one came down the other aisle because it was in the middle, you know, there's two aisles. It was like a, quite a large plane. Yeah. And uh, I'd finished it so fast she didn't see and she gave me another one and I was like, <laughs> 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 no, but I just, I just, there's something, I just wouldn't want to give Ryanair more money than they, I've paid my ticket. I'm not giving you overpriced over, yeah, like not paying for six euro for a bag of M and M's. Oh no, it is. It's drastically overpriced. And now they make you when you're booking your flights, you can pre-order food and you get it cheaper. But it's still a rip off. Like the, the they sell perfume now as well. And yeah. what's the other thing? Lottery tickets, scratch tickets, scratch tickets, scratch cards. Before I trust Ryanair to make a fair lottery system, I'd fly to play myself. We have a funny story, but we're not going to name names, right? Right. But Gabriel mm-hmm. has a theory about. Somebody doing giveaways on their Instagram page being fake. Oh, yes. And he mentioned that the first day we were over. Very adamant about it. So adamant. And he's a big fan of the guy. Big fan of what the guy does. Yes. His work. Yes. Uh, We know the guy. He knows the guy. And he was like, Owen, your friend. He has fake giveaways. Yeah. And we were like, no, no, no he way. didn't say my friend. You and Clarence has dragged me into it. And I was like, I have no idea. No, he, I said, he said he's our friend. Yes. I said, he's not my friend, Gabriel. He's Garf's friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll careful now. Uh, so anyway, Gabriel's convinced that when he goes to give away barbells, they're fake posts. Mm-hmm. And that he deletes the post after people have like liked and shared it and whatever, followed his page. Mm-hmm. But the barbell doesn't exist and he never gives it away. That's just good old fashioned Eastern European skepticism. Yeah, but Gabriel isn't like that 
I've never seen him like this. He mentioned it every day. Like. Yeah, he was really adamant about it. He was, yeah. And he wasn't making a joke for once. Like, gave no, no, no. banter, but he was, uh, he was being dead serious about it. Yeah, and he said other coaches in the gym have brought it to his attention. That it's definitely become a thing with them. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that kind of bother people, you know who, who kind of bother me is... So, as soon as the seatbelt sign comes off, people who rush to go to the toilet. Yes. Like, we... It's 10 minutes that we've left like yeah. what happened in the last 10 minutes that you had to shit your pants you know yeah. where did this go no but more annoying still is when it's like there's a certain percentage of people who as soon as they say you know prepare for landing the light, the seatbelt sign comes on and they're like can you just sit down for 10 minutes yeah and minimum of three people will rush to the toilet yeah. and you're like you are a grown adult what is wrong with you yeah what, what, what part of this did you not know if it was so urgent that you needed this shit surely would have happened a little bit earlier. Yeah. You know, or did you just forget? And as soon as they told you you couldn't do it, you're like, oh, I need to go now. Yeah. Just to, like, you see all sorts. Traveling really brings out the worst in people. It really does bring out a level of uh, narkiness. Do you know? Yo, yes. I'm not sure if people in other countries use the word narky, but yep. it'd be like bitchy, complainy. Mm-hmm annoyed at everyone mm-hmm. kind of tone yeah you know yeah and you see them you see them lads and women just narky little fuckers inside the airport like you know what really annoys me as well and it's a testament to the irish culture is uh in ireland there would be like um prompt politeness you know yeah. where you'll aggressively get out of someone's way because you feel like you're inconveniencing them because you are yeah uh now there's other situations where irish people will actually not get out of someone's way for spite yes but in place this doesn't happen in the airport so if in irish airports when you see irish people as soon as you go through security and your your one to two boxes comes through the tray irish people will rush take them off and get out of the way you take them off and you bring them to the repacking area yeah as you should as you should but the amount of other cultures who well, in, they've got their airport outfits on. They got their matching things, and they'll start talking to each other and slowly putting things in their pockets. And you're uh, infuriating, and they're blocking the oh whole thing. My God, it's so fucking. They're annoying. putting their mini iPad back yeah. into the front pocket of their bag. Mm-hmm. They're putting their belt back on really slowly and kind of like looking around as they're doing it. They're fixing their hair because they just had to put a jacket on. Mm-hmm. Are you actually serious? And the worst part is the security. That the security will be like. Can you move over, please? Move yeah. along. Like there's and a then queue. they just start doing their things slightly faster than the oh. pace they were doing it, which was fucking glacier pace. Like, geez, the amount of people um, laying into each other in a sexual context. In <laughs> oh London. my god! Was it where do we fly from? Gatwick. Gatwick. Yeah, we flew back from Gatwick to Ireland. I've never seen that much in airports. You know, normally no? see people like, crying, and you're like, oh, that's cute, whatever. They were just fu- you can hear oh the kissing. My, yeah, you could hear Visual. the kissing. I love, I love it. I think it's hilarious. It's like no, no, creepy. I think it is fucking hilarious. The I love it. The sound of other people kissing is, I'm sure it's akin to this noise right here. Really, I would say I would think so. Maybe not so strong, but it's unappealing. I just love the fact that it's happening, you know. Why? I don't know. It's just like, it's that little thing in your head where you're like, that is fucking hilarious. But my problem is, you know, just before... They were were doing it before you scan your boarding pass, you know, to the automatic gates. They were doing it there. Do it outside in the smoking area or something. I don't get it. I don't get it why it had to be there. And it was two different couples. Yeah. 
and they were going at it like oh well the uh the two girls who were going at it yeah were like they trying, were heavy going they at were trying it. to drop their hands yeah. like um like <laughs> i understand you love your partner but yeah do you have to do it they're like like the other couple they were fully in the way Oh no, the other couple were blocking up the entrance they to were the just, security. It's just that passionate European thing, really. Yeah. This is so passionate. Yeah, nothing else matters. Yeah. Like, it's. <laughs> you've got to admit it is embarrassing no matter what culture you're oh, from. Oh no, it, it's embarrassing. It's wholeheartedly embarrassing. I get pleasure and enjoyment from their embarrassment. But they're not embarrassed, though. Everyone no, else no, is embarrassed like, for I them. Ju- yeah, I just think the whole situation is quite funny. Yeah, airports do. Also, like, yeah, go they're going to sit on a plane the most frustrated sexual being that they <laughs> that they'll ever be yeah and the other person's gonna drive home in the car like yeah like, what's the you're just after doing 15 minutes of foreplay there and then it's all cut off like no i could understand why they would do it but i just do it out of the way like do it somewhere else like it yeah. just doesn't it just maybe they did it out of the way and then just couldn't stop yeah maybe, maybe. i feel like some people are definitely looking for the attention too though I don't know. I think I who think so. are you getting attention from in an airport? You never meet anyone you know. Yeah, like, but it's part of that, like, just other people seeing you doing it. Maybe the voyeuristic kind of thing. I don't even think it's a sexual thing. I think they're literally just they want other people's attention. Like, you know, like, I think that's I think that's part of it too. I think they literally just want other people to see I them. I don't know. Surprising amount of other people in countries still uh, smoke cigarettes. So yeah, vaping has. So smoking in Ireland, I think it was one of the first countries to ban indoor the smoking. First, I think, yeah. The first country yeah. in the world to ban indoor smoking. Uh, testament to whoever brought that through. And that heavily... Michal Martin. Was it Michal? No way. It was. Jesus Christ, the only yeah. thing he's done. Um, <laughs> aggressively reduced the amount of people every year who smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And vaping has taken off a bit, but only with I'd already I'd taking off hugely. All if we look out the window here, yeah, you, you're looking at ten vaping shops. Like, but it seems like with already smokers, from I don't know. I think vaping is just usually young populations. So it seems like people who are older than teenagers who already smoke vapes. Yeah, yeah. And then the young people, obviously, yeah, teenagers are obviously heavily vaping. Um, but in other countries like Romania, um, Malta was the same. People just still smoke cigarettes. And it's so, it do, you see so little people smoking cigarettes, it's yeah. a noticeable thing here, you know. The funny thing is in Bucharest, the smoke area is the middle of the airport. Yes. <laughs> there's yeah, a there's, smoking lounge. Like There was a, a room and a toddler was trying to follow his her his or her mother, I can't remember, into the room and she was just yeah. like holding the door closed when she smoked a cigarette. Because <laughs> the last thing you want to bring is, is your... Oh my God. Surely though, seeing that room should put you off smoking. You should be like, that's yeah. weird. Maybe like, yeah, yeah, I might yeah, highlight yeah. it a bit for you. Jeez, we got great slice of pizza in the airport there. I, I always say the best slice of pizza are the ones that are left cold and then yeah. heat up again. Yeah, I'd even prefer if they weren't heated. Yeah, I could see why you would. Yeah. I could see that, the benefit. They roasted those, to be fair, though. Yeah. Um, you know, as well, it's another country. So there's like a sugar tax on uh, beverages, beverages, drinks yeah. in Ireland. And so basically the vast majority of them, if they have a certain percentage of sugar, have a sugar tax on them. So... Any that were over that limit have just become sugar free now. Yeah, which is phenomenal. Like it's it's. Oh, anything. and the selection of fu- sugar free drinks is unreal. It's um it's unrivaled because in all the other countries, a lot of them don't have that. Yeah. So they still have the full sugar drinks, and like, as much as I enjoy stuff like that, you're just like, oh, 
do I need really need fifty grams of carbohydrates here? Yeah, I prefer to eat those carbs. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't I don't count macros, but there's a certain sense where you'd easily, if, especially in a warm country, you'd easily get a hundred grams of like carbs from a drink. Easily, yeah. And nothing gained really. No, I'd prefer to eat like four croissants or something. Yeah, if you're given the option. Yeah, she's speaking of croissants. I need a croissant feeling. Um, we had a pistachio croissant with this uh, pistachio cream filling. Yeah. In, in uh, Cluj, and I very impressed. Geez, that bakery was unreal, and that yeah. butcher. I can't believe we didn't go back there. Well, we couldn't, sure. I know. Literally, Clarence could get nothing in the butcher. Yeah. So it was like a butcher come restaurant. Phenomenal. Um, he surely got out like potatoes and stuff. Jeez, I yeah. was. If we went there every morning, oh, I'd have been a happy man. Yeah. It was a fiver for like steak and potato dinner, like you know. Yeah. It's and it was like a big lump of fillet steak as well. Real nice fillet steak. Yeah. So it was like a Moldovan butcher. Uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about. I want to see what you think of this, but I think I already know because you mentioned it earlier. So we did that video yesterday, obviously on on Joel Seedman, and someone said they noticed we didn't call him Doctor Joel, you know. And we've talked yeah. a little bit about this before. Yeah. It's more, it's much more American than it is Irish. So this might just be a cultural difference, right? So in Ireland, if someone has a PhD, very rarely will someone, if ever, will no. someone who's not a medical doctor refer to themselves as a doctor. So they may have a doctorate, but they won't refer to themselves as no. doctor. So people will sign off emails with a PhD. But they yeah, you typically sign it off and be like Owen Murphy PhD, BSc PhD, and or then whatever. The odd time it might be Doctor Owen Murphy PhD, but it would never be. You would never call yourself Doctor Mike, never ever. So like in Ireland, like this so happens at in the Europe firms. in general, really. I think it's a European yeah. for sure. So in um, like for example, the pharmaceutical company I worked in, the the section of my company had like they prided themselves on having numerous PhDs. Yeah, like we're talking, there was like of like. 300 people in the building I'd say 50 of them had a PhD yeah and not one of them would have called themselves doctor or something no rightly so because everyone would be like why are you calling yourself a doctor you're not a doctor but they would have all signed off with PhD you know yeah but which is perfectly over here that's the perfectly normal thing to do do you think it's just a cultural thing yeah I don't like it I'll be honest with you now I, I realise I'm a contrarian I know I'm a contrarian you're a contrarian but you don't know it you don't admit it yourself but I understand sometimes I just think they're just I think I have very conventional views on things. Um, you don't, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's wrong. That's incorrect, sir. You don't know yourself very well, I see. <laughs> Dude, like. But, um, yeah, I don't... I Like, some people might be like, oh, you're just bitter, you don't have a doctorate or whatever. It's like, no, okay, no. it's... Uh, both of us had the opportunity to do a PhD. I immediately said no. Whereas you were kind of, you had a good opportunity for something use interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you didn't take it either. Thank no. God you didn't take it either. Thank God. Um, I could see it being like in ten years' time, if we we're making phenomenal money, that I do something part time sponsored by Sika, mm -hmm. and it would be like the effects of remote coaching on weightlifting athletes in international competition. Yes, that'd be interesting. You know. Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that that was beneficial to the company, that actually made sense. But uh, no. The calling themselves doctor <coughs> is so strange. And it's the it's in our field more than other fields of like people are grasping out for a sense of importance. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. I am a biomechanist. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you're fucking not. You mm -hmm. just know what biomechanics is. You know, like you're people really need this sense of sense of difference and sense of importance. And it's because it's a really like competitive field 
there's lots of people out there there's lots of people with fucking no no real knowledge on anything no ability to talk about what they do know like communicate what they do know then there's other people out there who are just like trying to make something trying to make some money trying to make some career or whatever which is absolutely fair mm-hmm. and a phd just allows some people to do that more do you think I'd, I'd imagine phhds are much less common in america like per hundred oh, students or hundred graduates i don't think so i don't know i'd imagine it's a lot more expensive if they're but think about it most phds are sponsored yeah but are they sp- oh wasn't bean actually saying that they get actually a little bit better money yeah. in, in america yeah yeah so be like in my head it sounds like you introduce yourself as like dara fitz um phd accomplished guitarist <laughs> or like oh, black belt own murphy <laughs> that's what it seems like like everyone has accomplishments and, and stuff you know so yeah. at, at what stage do you stop announcing your accomplishments before you introduce your name you know yeah um it does seem to be a very american thing i don't know i'd for yeah, sure yeah, i would yeah. say given the culture Definitely. it's just a cultural thing like yeah you no know, it's it's very very different to us it's very different from almost every other culture um i do enjoy the memes the memes yeah they're dying oh my god i'm a doctor it's like the album not that kind of doctor you know yeah, those kind yeah, of ones yeah. the best is like my mother calls me a doctor but the kind that doesn't help anyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um yeah it's definitely just a cultural thing yeah it's not something you can't judge someone based off their own culture but if you got a doctor and started calling your doc- yourself a doctor i would immediately stop i would start calling you owners of course oh yeah like aggressively i like. only wear um sweater vests sweater vests with a, a short sleeve button-up shirt can you see the look I'm going for? What kind of pants did you wear? Corduroy. Probably beige corduroy. And what kind of shoes? Uh, Dubarry deck shoes. Jesus, if you started calling yourself doctor, I would yeah. I would say every time say I'd actually apply for that PhD now. I'd have to call you out now. Like, it wouldn't matter where we were. I'd have to be like, there, you're not a doctor. Uh, oh, I'd, every single seminar. Doctor. Well, you, yeah, actually, I wouldn't even have to introduce myself as it because Someone I'd else. be wearing either a lab coat yeah. that was embroidered with Dr. Dara on it mm-hmm. or my sweater vest would be branded and embroidered. As Dr. Dara. Yeah. But you'd have to have someone else introduce you as Dr. Dara. Yeah, but the, the whole point would be like the, the name of doctor would precede me. So the introduction wouldn't even be an important piece because everyone would know. Dr. Dara Fitz. Yeah. Fitz beep. Or else they'd just call me Doc. Doc. That's it. Doc. Yeah, it wouldn't be Dr. Dara, it would be Doc. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's a funny one. I assume Americans have been like, of course you have called yourself a doctor. Yeah. Doctorate. And look, that's fair. Like, they're completely different human beings to us. Do you know anyone with a PhD in Ireland who calls himself doctor? I no. can't think of a single person. No. Unfortunately, I know too many no. people with PhDs. So. My uncle's a professor, and yes. I call him prof, jokingly. Because he professes things. Prof. Um, but, no, I'd never... Of all the people I know of PhDs, nobody referred to themselves as doctor. Yeah. Does it happen in the UK even? I can't even think. No, I don't think so. I can't think of anyone else involved in the fitness industry who have PhDs. Dr. Stuart McGill does too, and he's Canadian, isn't he? Is he Canadian? I feel like he's Canadian. Does he, does oh, he Dr. introduce Ar- himself as... Dr. Aaron Harshig too. Yeah, yeah it's no, definitely... it's all US. Like. Yeah. Typical Americans. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, thanks very much for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. We're going to try and increase the frequency of our shit talk podcast now, mm-hmm. mainly due to the harassment we've received. I like uh, I like to set up on the the two the students because yeah, nice. doing things at the desk there feels a bit too relaxed. It's very clunky as well. Yeah, it is very clunky. We're trying to bring something into our environment, our little cocoon of workedness. We're certainly not hoarders, in fairness. 
What do you mean? We're not. Hor- I'm not being sarcastic. Oh, things get thrown out, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You throw it out. Yeah, okay, and then it just gets thrown out. Yeah. You gotta throw it out before you get a sense of attachment. Yeah. Because there's not that much space in here. No, not at all. Right. Thanks, guys.